ages to make. And look, the sweets are made from cake sprinkles. Mirabelle gasped. She picked up one of the sandwiches and popped it into her mouth. Peanut butter, she said. My favourite. Mine too, I said happily. We sat down and ate the food together while Pink Rabbit bounced around the room. He was excited that Mirabelle was here too. I'll go and fill up the pool with water, I said, brushing crumbs off my dress. Last time Mirabelle came, we'd made a swimming pool for the dolls out of an ice cream tub and a water slide from plastic tubes stuck together. The slide was attached to the roof of the house and twirled all the way down into the pool. I hurried out of the room to the bathroom and came back with the ice cream tub slopping with water. I also had another idea, I said, as I put the tub at the bottom of the slide. I thought we could make some dolls that look exactly like us. A Mirabelle doll and an Isadora doll to live in the house and go down the slide. I have loads of scraps of fabric. I think it would be fun. I want my doll to be wearing a black tutu. Hmm, said Mirabelle. Her eyes suddenly sparkled mischievously. I could tell she was having one of her ideas. I've got a better plan, she said. Playing with the dolls is boring. Let's be the dolls. What do you mean? I asked. Let's shrink ourselves, said Mirabelle. I'll make a potion, then we can go inside the doll's house and slide down the slide ourselves. It will be so fun. She got out her little travelling cauldron from her suitcase and started to pour things into it from tiny glass bottles. I watched and waited, feeling excited and nervous all at the same time. Are you sure nothing will go wrong? I said. Of course it won't, said Mirabelle. She tipped a jar of pink glitter into the cauldron and stirred. I peered in. It wasn't a liquid potion, but a powdery one. Mirabelle rummaged in her suitcase again and pulled out a fluffy powder puff from her wash bag. Now, let me just stab a little bit onto your arm, she said. A small bit will only last 20 minutes or so. I held out my arm and Mirabelle dabbed some of the powder onto it with the puff. I sat there and waited. All of a sudden, I felt a tingling in my fingers and then, poof, there was a cloud of pink glittery smoke and I landed with a soft thump on the squashy carpet. I was tiny. Mirabelle towered over me like a giant. Come on, I shouted up at her in a high squeaky voice. It's your turn. Mirabelle burst out laughing. Your voice, she shrieked. You sound like a mouse. She rocked forwards and backwards, laughing until her stomach hurt. Okay, okay, she said. My turn. She dabbed some of the powder onto her own arm and there was another poof of pink glittery smoke. Here I am, she squeaked, suddenly appearing next to me. Look how tiny we are. Together we made our way into the doll's house and up the stairs. We were almost at the roof when we heard a loud thumping sound coming from outside the house. What's that? I whispered, grabbing onto Mirabelle's arm. There's something outside. We peered out of the window and I breathed a sigh of relief. It's just Pink Rabbit, I said, bouncing around. Poor Pink Rabbit, he didn't see us make the potion. He's probably wondering where we are.
Pink Rabbit was indeed looking very confused. He was hopping round and round the travelling cauldron, blinking his beady button eyes worriedly. I leaned out of the doll's house. Pink Rabbit! I called in my high, squeaky voice. Over here! Pink Rabbit looked up and saw me. He waggled his ears in surprise. Then, before I could say anything else, he jumped right into the cauldron, completely covering himself with the powdery potion. There was a huge poof of pink, glittery smoke. Uh-oh, said Mirabelle, as we watched the now miniature pink rabbit bounce out of the cauldron and across the carpet to the doll's house. What? I said. Pink rabbit won't mind being tiny. He just wanted to join in. It's not that, said Mirabelle. He covered his whole body in the potion. He's going to be tiny for days.